Hello? Sorry. Hello? Now I've got Wait, to remember what, what are we doing again? Hello? So. Hello. Wait, what are we doing? Hey, Wait. Wait, what are we doing? Wait. Oh, I don't know. That's all right. <laughs> anything goes. Oh, anything goes. I love that song. Let it, let's get right up in that lap, Chloe. Ooh, yeah. Hello. Check. Hello. Hi there. Hello. Hello. Hands up. Who's a bit nervous? Oh, we all are. I don't know. <laughs> I've been on your radio show and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, occasionally we'll have like dogs coming through or, or kids just asking like you know, where the orange juice is. And, uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, where is this? Oh, so I work at the tax office and I'm in a team that's spread out all over Australia. So whenever we have like team meetings or there's probably three or four like video meetings a week. And so, yeah, most of the people are um, like locked in houses. <laughs> Before this gets away from us, like a, a donut on a slippery slide, Chloe Black has brought us our first guest and that's super exciting because like a podcast really isn't a podcast until you've coupled a you know a new person to the trajectory and uh well I mean sorry it is still a podcast I have had wait what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) I really wish you were here I'm gonna say that right now it's all right he's he's gonna sit here and be really well behaved well, my cat is the crown just won a whole bunch of Emmys, I would think he knows how to behave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Those dogs are. Oh all my god! Did you see Emma Corrin's dress? She looked like the character from uh, Where the Wild Things Are with like. No. <laughs> so she had these gloves with these little claws on the end. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> I haven't seen any of it yet. I only know that Michaela Cole won best outstanding writing for I May Destroy You. So. I was excited, super excited about that. I haven't seen because, uh, like, in Australia, I don't know how to watch that. I would have watched it as soon as it came out, but I'm, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right. It's on binge. Yeah, so... I refuse to give Rupert Murdoch any money. Oh. <laughs> and there, I don't there are other ways. I, don't, yeah, I yeah. don't want to learn. But, yeah, I'm hoping that someone eventually will either buy me the DVD set for my birthday or something. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do they still make DVD sets of, like, modern things? I fucking hope so, Matthew, because <laughs> I am intending to go off grid completely and rewatch Deadwood and Firefly and Entourage and Foils War until the day that I die. At some point, yeah. I think I have three of those already. <laughs> I, I was really late with the sci-fi bandwagon, and that's like a, a pretty solid sci-fi nerd. I feel kind of a bit shamed, but I started watching it. I heard like that it had ended too soon and stuff, and then so oh, I, totally. I watched it in order. And then it got to the end and like the last few episodes, I think it swapped and then it kind of just cuts off. And I then got to relive everyone's rage from like 10 years before. I'm like, cause I, I was Googling like, Oh, what's the next, like how many seasons are there? I'm like, this is it. What, there's only one yeah. season. Like, oh my God. How dare that? I, I, yeah, I love it. Chloe was actually the person who shared it with me, but I had had an interesting experience with it already in that I was working at the Edinburgh Film Festival where Serenity had its UK Europe premiere. And Joss Whedon fans broke our box office. No kidding. <laughs> they, like, because we not only, like, I know that Joss Whedon's been outed as a dick, and so, but previously we were allowed to enjoy him. And uh, yeah. so uh, he was doing, like, a real, you know, uh, a, a talk. And um, we had two screenings of Serenity, and it was really, really cool. Um, and it was sold out and they destroyed the box office. And I set up these automatic responses to the text messages and the emails because it was just like, I'm not rewriting this every time to say, <laughs> okay, 
the tickets are still on sale. You've just destroyed our mechanism for selling them to you. So just calm the yeah. fuck down and we will like all. Service. They just, they just yeah, no, it was, it was yeah. just like, it was an enthusiasm. It's like a Reddit hug of death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every now and then Reddit will mention like some website and then you go to look at it like a few hours later it's down because like a billion people. Yeah, absolutely. It. It's a totally <laughs> yeah. unintentional denial of service. But you yeah. know, the really, okay, I, like because obviously we have to milk these opportunities for um, when they come up and I was yeah. volunteering, well, I was, no, sorry, I wasn't volunteering, <laughs> I was working at Edinburgh Film Festival and um, someone said that there was a spare volunteer ticket for the second screening of Serenity and I went, I'd love to see that because I loved Buffy. I just devoured Buffy and I yeah. loved her. I was like, such yeah. a spike girl. And um, yeah. so I went to see the film and it was really, really great. And at some point I needed to go to the bathroom and I went downstairs uh, and I went through like the VIP area because I was staff and I walked past what I now realised was Nathan Fillion Gina and Jewel and other like Alan and I just went I remember thinking they looked really happy that's my memory <laughs> they looked really happy to be together and they were really yeah. cool but other than that I couldn't have picked them out of a lineup and then I was suddenly like oh. <laughs> that's cool I've been out of a cultural moment incidentally and then you thought of all the cool things you could have said to them Nah, yeah. you know what? I've and and truth be told, I've loved Nathan Fillion ever since he had a bit part in this movie with Alicia Silverstone and Brendan Fraser. Fraser, Fraser. Um, uh, do you know that movie about the guy no, who no. Uh, he, he gets raised in an in a fallout shelter and his oh, parents? Oh, I love that movie. Got you know, blast from the blast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Christopher Walken <laughs> and Spacek as parents. Yeah. He's just gold, and I really yeah. loved the way that it looks at kind of contemporary relationships and also moral upbringings. It's real. I think it's such an interesting yeah, film. It's right. not mm. a perfect film because it's got lots of and Nathan Fillion in that. That's cool. Nathan Fillion has this tiny part in it and it's so cute because, like, he totally gets owned by Brendan Fraser. And then he does that. Did you hear that the Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion actually got built? <laughs> <laughs> What is that? Tell me. So I don't, I, I'd have to Google it, but all I know is that I follow it enough on Twitter or social media or whatever. And someone said, it's happened. We have the Nathan Fillion civilian pavilion. <laughs> and I think that like, his hometown or something, but I've always just really loved him. And then you and I did, was it you and me who went, to, Chloe, who went to see that amazing Shakespeare that he did? Like as soon as it opened in black and white at the coma, did you come with me or did I just go and then you had already seen it? No, it was a Joss Whedon did, did, did it, right? The yeah. Shakespeare. No, yeah. I never saw that. I never saw that. Yeah, it's all, it's all black and white or something. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. all black and white. It was filmed in Joss Whedon's house and it's a, it's a, it's a great, it's like, uh, Leontes and, why would you want is it? Is it as you like it? All of no, those. No, much to do about nothing. Much to do about nothing. Yeah, yeah, because I must admit, Twelfth Night, as you like it, much to do about nothing, Taming the Shrew. Once there's heaps of witty banter, I do confuse them. And unless yeah, someone right, yeah. actually mentions, oh, this is the one where the girl dresses up as a boy and ends up, you know, blah, blah, blah. Ends um, up her killing herself before the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tragedy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Much Ado About uh, Juliet. Yeah, that one. Much Ado About <laughs> I always find it interesting, like, how many movies are, like, um, you know, like, it's just the version of, like, Taming the Shrew, like, uh, Ten Things I Hate About Ten You. Ten Things I Hate About You. Ten yeah, Things yeah, I Hate yeah. About You is based on... Taming the truth. And what really shits me is that a lot of these, like, kids who will say, oh, that's one of my favourite films of all time. And I'm like, 
you know what? You'd actually really like Shakespeare, but there's this sort of cultural cringe that says Shakespeare's yeah. not to me, and it's actually, mm. you know, they would really get a lot out of it. And I, I, mean, I love Julia Stiles. Anyway, mm, you guys yeah. talk a bit because I'm rambling. I'm so tired. <laughs> I remember, um, like, um, oh, I'm trying to think, like, um, Shakespeare. What are we talking about? Shakespeare, Julia Stiles. Oh, um, Ken Styles, Ken Key, which is uh, Jackson Bourne. Yeah. Jewelry, yeah. jewels, jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> bubble, bubble, um, joy. <laughs> oh, that's right, because I was saying about the similarities in different movies and stuff. And then I remember what John Carter from Mars came out, and then everyone said, oh, it's just Avatar. It's just Avatar. I'm like, no, 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 this is the original Avatar. It's a whole different palette of colours for start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That. Oh, it's just My Fair Lady. No, it's Pygmalion, and you will go back to the source. You <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is like Emma. No, it's Clueless. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly, exactly, right? But, you know, the Greeks said that there was only seven plots. There was only yeah, seven yeah. plots for drama. And I don't know what they all were, but I'm assuming that one of them is killing your mother, one of them is killing your father, one of them is falling in love, one of them is dying, blah, 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 blah. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the chorus comes in to tell you how you feel about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, everything after that is basically just a variation. Yeah. yeah exactly. Because exactly. exactly. it's, exactly. it's like music of the spheres. There's only so many no- notes yeah. in the musical blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and a rich, a rich, yeah. a rich, a rich, a rich Weirdo gives you his chocolate factory. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like that lovely moment in, I don't know if you've seen it, but are you a fan of the film Orange County, either of you? It's one of my favourites. No, I've no. seen it, I think. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. It's got Jack Black it's, in it. <laughs> it is, and it's also written and directed by Mike White, who I absolutely adore. He plays... Jack Black and Mike White. That's a pairing. Jack Black and Mike White. See, Jack Black and Mike <laughs> yeah. White work together on Orange County because Jack Black's in it, which is a brilliant part for him. He's gorgeous in it. But Mike White plays the school teacher and he says, a lot of movies are based on Shakespeare, like Chocolat. (laughs) 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 But but yeah. Well, the kids are just like nodding away. Yeah, the kids are just like, you know, who would you like to have come for your graduation speak? Like Toni Morrison. And then it's like, doesn't your friend know Britney Spears? Oh, Britney, is she, free? Is she really free? She's got engaged to that hunk. <laughs> Amazing. He is a dead set, flat out, oh, my God, paint the walls, some weird colour, flat out fucking hunk. What a legend. I'm so proud of Britney. I really am. <laughs> I'm never really a fan, but I have really got on board with the whole wanting to her to be um, emancipated. I don't like oh, yeah, yeah, right. It's okay. pretty horrific, like, the whole story. Is. So yeah. so she's got engaged? I, mean, I just thought, <laughs> oh, you, I thought you were horrific. <laughs> no, no, she's actually got engaged to this hunky bloke called Sam Ashgari, I think his name is. But yeah, right. I know his first name's Sam, and he's really, yeah. really cute, and he's very, very muscly. And she... That's a name you can't really um, you can't really um, nickname either, so it's not like a big case there. Oh, <laughs> yes, you can. He's Shagari. Shagari, <laughs> right. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shag, old shags. Yeah. <laughs> so shaggable. Anyway, I'm I'm just really happy for her. But, you know, I yeah. think, that, you know, the whole um, conservativeship, like I don't think most people would have heard of those laws and they're really designed. I've never heard about them either. I feel like they're just American yeah. as well. Like, do they, I don't think they have that kind we of have, stuff. We have a power of attorney, but there's only certain Yeah, things. it's like the idea is that a person who has lots and lots and lots of capital is suddenly gone all madness of King George 
and you've got to stop them from using it to paint the whole bathroom pink or whatever it is. They destroying want to other people's financial yeah. lives and stuff that exactly. yeah. but I think I think that really Britney's life was taken over under false pretenses and it's yeah. this infant is that infantilizing of a female that mm. has yeah. 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 I said you're not capable of making decisions. It's like, well why don't you let me try? You know? And yeah, I feel like that's sure. the whole thing. She was just saying, let me try for fuck's sake. I feel like he's just making a lot of money off her and didn't yeah. want to. Oh, make, you know what? The the if you look at the details of that particular arrangement too, it's a transition to a new conservator. It's not actually the end of her conservatorship. Yeah, so, right. That's so true. So be very aware of this because if <laughs> if Jane, if her father's nomination gets through, and she's not going to be any better off than she is now. Yeah. It's just that it won't yeah, be yeah. Such a well, if you're listening, I assume she listens to this. Like, uh, good luck. If ever you need us, we are yeah. so here to ramble incoherently and help yeah. you by doing so. Yeah, yeah. safe place, we're not toxic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That actually brings up a whole other thing, but I don't want to get into that right now because we I know we're talking about Brittany and we love her and we love like you know, our guys didn't call me on the entourage comment, which I was interested in, but then there's the Britney Spears. We're getting to that. We're there. getting to that. Yeah, I've got a list here. <laughs> Have we? Because I also didn't want to forget to talk about, about K-pop because one of the, okay, oh, yeah. Matthew, dear, yeah. can you please explain to us why you like our podcast? Oh, because uh, um, Chloe told me that I had to listen to it. Um, and I've known <laughs> Chloe for like, I've known it for like 10 years and I'm like, oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, have you heard my new uh, podcast? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good that you're doing like a solo uh, podcast and stuff. And she mentioned like Hermione and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like, that's really cool. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. That's what I meant, solo, the two of you. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I made a lot of special modifications myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, w- I was happy to hear that you're a big BTS fan because, uh, yeah. Oh, I was so glad you were like a kickoff fan of these. Uh, me, me, well, my family has become my unwitting BTS audience. I got into them because they were guests <laughs> on Stephen Colbert and also the dynamite choreography. I love dancing and the dynamite choreography was in my, it's basically the algorithm figured out that I would love BTS long before I yeah. did. And now they're like at the UN third time and people are stalking them at the airport and there's just so much going on. Like BTS is an absolute parallel universe wormhole that you can disappear yeah, into for days. Like they, um, I think they form like an actual percentage of the GDP of South Korea. Yeah, like, yeah and they've been given diplomatic passports. Yeah, yeah. And I think last year they had the – they were number one in the Apple by iTunes or something – in like 103 countries at once. Oh it's so God. beautiful. And they, they, and they beat um, um, Adele, I think it was. You had like oh, the wow. record of 102. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I started listening to K-pop when I – so I had a, a government job and it started off super boring, just processing forms. And so the girl and I that, that started to get sitting next to each other we were just like listening to more and more high-energy songs to like keep us awake. And she's like, oh, I started listening to death metal. I'm like, what? <laughs> Like, yeah, no, it's, it's really good to, like, just, like, really shouting at you and just to keep you awake. So 
then we then we googled like all of the different um uh genres of metal and we just started working our way down and you ended up at k-pop That's well, yeah, there I, I started listening to j-metal and i don't i'd always like oh my like, god like, like boris like japanese stuff and yeah but boris uh no like baby metal and um lady baby <laughs> Okay, metal, you do know thing. Boris. Do you know Mo- Boris and Mono? Like, uh, I know, I know, I know Boris. Because, oh. like, I went to see Boris and Sun O at Max Watts, and they were oh, yeah. fucking yeah. awesome. Wow, and, that's a sorry, that's a did not mean to interrupt you there. Uh, yeah, so then, and then from there it was like jet from uh, J metal to J pop and then K pop, and I heard bits of it. I think when we went to Thailand a few years ago, and my wife was in hospital for about a week and I listened to a lot of, um, I was just watching a lot of like their version of MTV and they had a lot of K-pop in it. I'm like, oh, this stuff's really good. And then, yeah, so then I started listening to it and was like, uh, yeah, you know, like twice. Did, and did you find the aesthetics like overwhelming? When I first saw how beautiful yeah. the Korean boys were, I was like, oh, fuck me. I'm a woman and I quit. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I'm never but- as attractive as these boys. These boys yeah. are so beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, and like, the girl bands are like just all yeah, solid. I'm buying whatever makeup they're using. I've changed my whole skincare routine because of BTS. <laughs> so like whitening your skin and stuff like that? Like I use day. toner now. Thanks, J-Hope. <laughs> <laughs> when we were in uh, Thailand, uh, there was this thing called uh, snail white, like for whitening, because like in Asian cultures, oh, wow. the whiter yeah, kind yeah. of look is um, like pretty rich. And, yeah, so so it, well, and then you get into the whole... Then you get the, like mucil, mucin. Um, you get into the whole inherent racism of the beauty industry, and you get into the you know yeah. the bare face thing versus the whitewashed photos. Where the and like one of the things that I really love about BTS is um, how beautiful they are, obviously. But I noticed that when you get to see the real faces, they are much darker than they are in the promos. And it reminds me of that amazing film, The Handmaiden, which was about a Korean servant to a Japanese lady. It ends up being this incredibly hot lesbo fest. And it's high, <laughs> highly recommended. It's quite, like, intense and cool and gorgeous. Not but, because uh, of The Handmaid's Tale, obviously. No, <laughs> it's just handmaiden. The Handmaiden. But it's the same guy who made Old Boy. Because, I mean, the funny thing is, is that now I look back on it. Who made what? Old Boy. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a great movie. It's his film. Oh, my God. It's so good. And, you know, the funny thing is that from having worked in the film festivals, um, we all knew that the future of cinema was being pushed forward in South Korea. Like, Korea were the, were the, like, in the, in the 90s, it was China with Yagong Lee's and, you know, and then in, Mm. but in the 2000s, it was South Korea. And then you get Parasite winning the, winning the fucking Oscar. Like, that's amazing. And what I really what I really love about it is, for me, like, South Korea has actually become this incredibly important pivot point between Western and Eastern cultures, democracies yeah, and communism, sure. and beauty and homosexuality and, oh, my God, it's just whatever, yeah. whatever we're spinning on, South Korea is at the absolute point. And yeah, it's yeah. Fast- I'm surprised at how, like, kind of liberal the... Uh, they were with like LGBT stuff as well. Uh, I, I always kind of assumed like, that, you know, that they'd be like really kind of conservative and stuff like that. But, uh, but I mean, I was, they I was can't. This, uh, like Changa, and her, one of her latest videos has like these guys in like high heels doing all this like voguing and whacking and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. But then you, you have a, a, a 
like a K-pop star who actually comes out loses his contract. But that was a few years ago, like Henry. Yeah. Henry, Henry, is that his name? Yeah, right. Yeah. So the whole thing about, like, there's the whole bunch, there's a lot of gender. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just totally dampened you. Like, you guys are just like, K-pop, get woo! And I'm like, yeah, well, it all started with Nash. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, and then to match up. Yeah, yeah. Where it comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawkeye, Hawkeye and DJ. And, yeah. You know, Klinger. This Alan <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of weird name is where, the, where a lot of the people in K-pop get their names from now. <laughs> like J-Hope and... For, I don't know anybody except BTS and N hyphen. <laughs> and yeah. I only know N hyphen because it came up really like persistently in my feed, suggesting it oh, to that, me. I love that song, Dave. Fever, fever fucking killed me. I love that. I have it on my playlist. Like a <laughs> fever, yeah, Dave. Fever, fever. Dave's is a really good one from uh, N hyphen. It's a really cool film clip. With, I think there's like. Oh, the film clip's great, yeah. Yeah, right. That's but, you know, the BTS film clips are so rich with, like, context and, you know, yeah. there's so – I mean, I guess that's the thing. It's like there's so much that you can get into if you're a person who enjoys the details of things. And BTS yeah. have actually gone to the trouble of creating a whole world, you know, a bit like the Star Trek universe or the Star Wars universe or, like, there's something really rich and detailed and, like, committed about their – backstory that I didn't even yeah. realize until I was sort of halfway yeah, into it. I went, has, um, like really complex. There's a there's a, a group called Luna, the twelve women, and um they have this like huge like law backstory called the Lunaverse where they're um they, <laughs> I think they're they're the moon. They represent the moon and they're trying to uh block out the sun which represents like male oppression. And <laughs> um, yeah and all, all their film it. clips and stuff like uh really sort of empowering to young girls and they even have like some of their film clips have um yeah um, like uh footage of like young women sort of all over the planet and stuff like that which is really cool the, 12 months of the year and you always yeah l-o-o-n-a wow yeah so that's amazing i have to check it out oh yeah yeah i remember hermione like i still have to ask you this i know i've known you for 20 years but like are you, you're not a horror fan, are you? <laughs> I can't do horror. Like, I can't do suspense. And one time, like, I went to see uh, this movie called Water, Underwater or Dark Water or something, and it was so right. suspenseful that I almost had a fucking heart attack. But then again, I went to see Gravity in 3D, and I nearly did a backflip over my chair when all the space junk goes around. I'm hyper empathetic. And so whenever anything is presented yeah. to me in the form of now you feel sad, now you feel love, now you feel this, I really get into it. And I, I yeah. clap and I laugh and I love it. <laughs> it's scary. If yeah. it's scary, I'm so scared. And I can't do it. There's an amazing um, show on Netflix, I think I've told you about it, called Kingdom, which is, is it set in South Korea or just Korea? Well, oh, it's Korea. Korea. It's medieval Korea, so it's just Korea. Yeah, yeah. But it's not even Korea. I think it's like the kingdom of whatever Korea is called. So is it like Harang, but with violence? Kind of. I mean, it's just basically ancient medieval Korea, but with zombies. And yeah, it's, like, it's so <laughs> good. Yeah. It is the most amazing thing. I don't like horror movies, but I do watch uh, like zombie stuff. I think it, when it comes to horror, it has to also be a good film. Like, I will watch a shit rom-com. Yeah. And I'll get really frustrated with it, but I'll still watch it. And I'll want to yeah. critique it. Whereas with horror, I must admit, I kind of go, no, nah, I can't do this. Yeah, I'm not a fair, like a fan yeah. of 
yeah. like all the cookery stuff or jump scares and things like that. But uh, yeah, I no, just, Kingdom I, is awesome. Um, my children terrify me when they come into the kitchen when I'm not expecting them. So, <laughs> nah. Yeah, yeah. I get scared when, when guests turn up and I know they're about to. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the same, especially with when even when like I leave the front door open and I know someone's turning up at a certain time. But when I hear their hand on the door, I go, oh. <laughs> You always feel like Drew Barrymore at the start of Scream. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, this is yeah. so fun and everything's fine. And then boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, every, so the same when I pull the plug in the bath. Like, I pull the plug on the bath and I walk away. But then, and then it makes a noise. Three, three minutes later, it goes, <laughs> and I go, oh, God. <laughs> Man, you would love our toilet. It sounds like your whole house is haunted. The system yeah, doesn't yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Worse than possible. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, one really interesting that. thing that came up in the conversation that we, we were having on Facebook in preparation for having you as our guest. I can't mm-hmm. call you Bingles because I just can't do that. Fingers? But Fingers. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Now, yeah. Or Bingles, I don't yeah. mind, I'm not sure. Yeah, like, now, uh, Bing Dog. But Bingley, Bingley for me is a Jane Austen. So Jane Austen's character. Yeah, Bingley, 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 Bingley if you want. Yeah, yeah I, Look, I, I never read any Jane Austen, but when I found out there was a Mr. Bingley in it, I had to read it just to see, like, you know, how oh, it, 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 it was okay. I had yeah, to, I I had had to read it. He's not too bad, yeah. So yeah, um, no, I'm sorry, I'm totally there with you. Like, I read one Harry Potter, saw one film, just to say, okay, you're out there carrying my name around, and everybody thinks that yeah, I've got yeah. from you, even though I was 27 when you were born, and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's really annoying. But anyway, so one, of the things, <laughs> one of the things we were talking about. So obviously, Chloe and I talk a lot about comedy, and oh. um, I talk a lot about K-pop, and then. I brought up, Chloe brought up comedians getting clapped off stage. Yeah, and yeah. I said that reminds me of these amazing moments in K-pop, which I'm not completely familiar with because obviously ARMY have never done that to BTS. But um, I have. Whole... It was one of the first ones. No. I, I Googled it afterwards. So, yeah, when you were talking about the uh, the comedians being, like, sort of aggressively clapped off stage, yeah, I then yeah. paused the podcast because I, I thoroughly already asked if I could come along to one. And yeah. um, and so I paused it. I'm going, oh yeah, I should talk about Dark Oceans because that's sort of a similar aggressive fan thing. Yeah. Uh, and then I unpaused it, and then you mentioned it. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, awesome. So what happened? Uh, so, so what it is is it's like a DDoS um, for fans. Yeah. <laughs> well, so in in uh, a lot of fandoms, like the bands have a, a light stick. So it's like a little, like it's a stick with a light on it. Yeah, like Taylor Swift had a wristband. It was really cool. And they control yeah. them from like the control room and they can make them all light up and make patterns. They're like a, it's like you've had a microchip implanted with your COVID vaccine and now all of a sudden <laughs> yeah, like blink in time with the Taylor Swift song. Yeah. So some of them will, will pulse in time only with their own band's music and <laughs> other ones have like settings where they'll just pulse in time to anything. And then some oh, of them are like, is. some of them have like a Bluetooth mesh network where they can work in concert. And so at the really big end of year concerts and stuff, they'll have like like fifty thousand people or a hundred thousand. Is this people. one band or is it? Oh, this, all this of them. Band, but that was just my alarm. Yeah. So yeah, so it's, every band has them. But the, but the BTS they call a bomb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. So so uh, yeah, so 
they have they turn them on and when the dam comes out they'll chant and, and all that kind of stuff and some of them will you know pulse of music and stuff wow so at the big end of are they like concerts, just one diode or is it like the it's like close one? encounters of the third kind some of them have like, like big with like 3d stuff inside and wow. some of them look like like lollipops or ice cream or like a crown or a like diamond and stuff. William Gibson type shit. And they're yeah. like $80. They're not yeah, they're cheap. They're expensive. But, and they're one of the, like the, pre, like the primo fan merchandise is to have an yeah. army bomb yeah. one concert well, or another. One that's like a, um, a big fake, like cannon you can like. And so, and so they, uh, they bombed someone off stage. Oh, no. So, yeah. <laughs> So what happens is, so when, when the band comes out, like, you know, their, um, their lights gets all light up. So they, you can look out and see in the crowd, like, mm. you know, hundreds of thousands, it looks like, of people. Yeah, yeah. Or tens of thousands. And if it's, if there's like a big end of year kind of, um, thing that they have, like, their equivalent of like the, School, like schoolies? the, no, no, like, um, you know, like the MTV awards or whatever, okay, the Korean yeah, version right. of that is. So you'll have different fans in, in groups, like big groups and, so occasionally the fans who can be pretty toxic towards the other fandoms and stuff, or it gets weird. Or yeah. if, or if an artist does something to displease them, they'll turn off their lights. Like, oh, wow. and so yeah, one of the first ones that has were um, hit by one of these dark ages was BTS because when they started off, the, the fans of some other boy band like got pissed off at them for some reason. Wow. So. All of the other fans in the um, in the stadium, and there's like 50,000 of them, all turned off their light sticks. So when the oh, band yeah. comes out, it's just black. Shit. And no one's chanting and cheering and screaming out and stuff. It's like yeah. a cone of silence. That's yeah. Cool. Oh. But it's like this massive show. So they're all on like a, maybe like a people on the day. <laughs> like, yeah, well, like... it's happened occasionally where some artist has pissed off their fans as well, and so the fans go along to their concert. And it's just all their fans. Like, all <laughs> you go off. on to ignore them. Yeah. Well, they'd already got the tickets. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So, yeah, it happens occasionally yeah, where... BTS, yeah, 120 yen. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not One. The, well, yeah, 120 bucks to just turn my back off. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's the, that's the dark ocean where they um they all stop chanting, they all turn those lights off, and it's just blackness. In that's the... like a serious cyberpunk shit. Like, so we get me thinking that yeah. stuff up. Like, it's also, like, you know, it's like a really bad a bad crowd at a comedy show, and it's got a lot in common yeah. with that. You know, that just yeah. not connecting and... In a way, it's kind of the audience-controlled artist's death and saying, yeah, right. you just approve. Yeah, yeah. You have failed us in some way. And that's when you suddenly realise that fame is a partnership between fans and artists. It's yeah, not yeah, just yeah. an artist producing content and it's not just fans loving something. It's a relationship. And the expectations um, when it comes to K-pop are, are built along all of these cultural lines and you've got, yeah. say... You don't get tattoos, you don't date, you don't, you don't, you're definitely not gay. And, you know, like all of these kind of rules and taboos and stuff. And then what I really love about BTS is I feel like that they are actually transcending that and using their opportunity to say, everybody is welcome here. We, we love the people who love the most. And that's, I mean, really in the army world, I find, and I've got, I've got friends in all parts of of the world. Yeah. So if, if you're army, if you're army, there are a few rules. Okay. You might have a favorite, but that's your bias. 
You might have someone who, whenever you see them, makes you think, damn, I picked the wrong bias. That's your bias wrecker. And then you all, ultimately, you have to be supportive of all seven. So you have to be an OT7 because otherwise you're not army. And if you start stalking one of them in particular or being rude to other armies, you're just not army. It's like this moral it's, – it's amazing because it's so – it's so cute and it's so like when I first got into BTS, I was drawing J Hope a lot and I put a picture that I had drawn of J Hope up on Weverse or V Live or I can't tell them apart to be quite honest. And yeah, and yeah. this girl got on and said, I'm BTS's makeup artist and that's a terrible drawing. And I said, Excuse what? you. You are extremely <laughs> fucking rude and I don't believe for one second that you work for BTS. And yeah, she yeah, went, yeah. Oh, but I do and I said, Yeah, but you don't and then she said, Oh, but I do and I said yeah, but you don't. Don't listen to this bitch. <laughs> what a weirdo to be like. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the, but yeah. they do that. And they're working like... across now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So each, each group has a fandom like this. Yeah, right. And they they often have names so like Wiki Nikki, their fandom, I think it's called Weenies. And Link- uh, there's um like Luna that I was talking about before that their um fans called Orbits. Blackpink have Blinks. But the other thing the other thing to realise is that BTS did not actually have the backing of a major label, like big hit. Like there's three – okay, imagine if you're an artist and you're, like let's say in the Western parlance, you're signed to Sony or EMI or Universal. And then you've got somebody else who's signed to Festival Mushroom. That's BTS. They are the underdogs. They're totally the underdogs. They're not established. They don't have a big – they don't have all the clout. And so everything that they have built and won and earned and yeah, done, really yeah, they've really yeah. had to fight for it, and they've had real have struggles been, along the way. Yeah, have you been listening to the new Amal and the Skippers album? I checked them out okay. after your uh, last episode. Yeah, right. yeah, did she? Right. Yeah, they're number two on the Aria chart. Oh, she was so she was so excited the other day. She was saying like, "Oh, we're number number one, number two. Yeah, so we've been we've been fucking Iron Maiden. We've been fucking." <laughs> <laughs> I I often have really kind of Travis Bickled and thought I would really like a great big brain to come and just sweep all of these nobody, try hard, wannabes out of the industry. Did you hear about uh, Little Nas because uh, he did a version of Old Town Road with uh, BTS? I I actually like Old Town Road just because it's super catchy. Have you seen on Netflix there's a, I think it's called like This Is Pop or We Are, it's all about pop. And one of the episodes is about, um, like, West, like, sort of country um, crossovers to, like, pop. And it was actually pretty interesting. Like, he just, he bought the, the hook for the song for, like, $50 off some sort of, like, um, online sort of jobbing site. And then he just put it together with um, some free um, uh, stuff and just made it catchy. And then when it started to take off, he kept on releasing... Uh, slight variations like remixes of it because uh, he'd worked out that um, if you do a remix whilst the so if one version of the song is still on the thing the remix counts towards the the uh, yeah that's interesting and everything but still it's not a good song <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind the song it's pretty catchy but uh, I'm not a fan super fan yeah but so is the crazy frog ringtone no that's not catchy that's <laughs> And that will have to differ. What did the fox say? <laughs> Just because it gets stuck in your head doesn't mean it's good. My um, my friend, uh, I played, I played, 
Harold Boltzmeier's Axel F on the radio show when I had a guest on oh, there. Song. Yeah. And my guest was probably probably ten or twelve years younger than me, and she yeah. she was like, "Oh, Crazy Frog didn't do this song." <laughs> <laughs> and then I played Moving Pictures. No, I played a track by the band Moving Pictures, and I said, "Cause they did a song from the." Um, full loose soundtrack three years ago. And I said, Oh, you might remember these guys. They had a hit with the show. What about me? And she was like, Shannon Noel didn't write that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Wait, I actually had a moment like that yesterday. Me and me and a friend were talking about the Gary Jules, Michael Andrews cover of um, Mad World. Oh, that is a Tears for Fear song, isn't it? Yeah. It is a Tears for Fear song. And, it was a, and they're a hugely that. important band in terms of gay culture as well. Like, is that yeah. something that we're ignoring? That yes, there's it is. gay culture for ages? Um, I didn't know there was a gay connection for kids for years. Like, Aren't they both gay? Am I just like defaming them? I think they're both gay. <laughs> right? Let's let's call them. I need to Google that while you while you eat pizza. I need to Google because I mean I grew up reading Smash Hits and Smash Hits was always brilliantly sort of oh, chatting about. The way that they talked about Robert Smith always just go. Oh, I love them. I had a letter paper. I had a letter posted in Countdown magazine. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes. Wow. I wrote yeah. about how everyone everyone was trying to trying to be cool, too cool for school, and so people were always like these teeny boppers who don't listen to real music. And um, I just well, I chimed in in defense of the teeny bopper. I was like, I'm 13. Being 13 is cool. You get more pocket money, <laughs> and you get to listen to new, new and more important things. I love Aha. What do you mean they're not real music? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think the editorial. Did you challenge them to take on you? Yeah, I should have. I should have. I think the editorial after my letter was just said. Well, enough said. <laughs> you guys are eating pizza. I'm going to go yeah. to the bathroom because I always okay. do. Oh, you take the light on as well so we can see you go to the bathroom. No, I'm not <laughs> taking this into the bathroom. I'm not that yeah, for, the, for, the, for the listeners later on would not be. Yeah. So basically yeah. what I'm what I'm about to do is go into the bathroom and make sure that my Zoom meeting comes with me and then I'll come out saying, I'm not a cat. <laughs> I'm googling uh, tears for fears gay. Or on any of the colourful spectrums. <laughs> yeah. As a as a sort of a boring vanilla person, like, like I'm glad to look that up. <laughs> there are rules. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for respecting that. There are rules. Like on um, Key and Peele, they had the app. Uh, if you're allowed to say the N word. Yeah. And it asked her a bunch of questions, but just one of them was like the color of skin or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, it's probably not fact if you have to actually ask Google straight up. If you write, <laughs> if you write tears of fears, gay, mm. and it doesn't answer your question. If you're gonna, have, if you're gonna have to write, ask tears for fears, gay. Mm. Which which one of tears of fears is gay? Because I was thinking about the whole thing. Sorry, I'm back. Um. Is that I assume that Tears for Fears were as out there as Pet Shop Boys. Maybe oh, that's cool. And the Pet Shop Boys Wham. Wham. <laughs> I mean, Wham were like George Michael was definitely gay, but Wham. We didn't officially know that until much later. Yeah, that's it, because like the line moved at some point mm. in the 80s, didn't it? 
you know, yeah. like you aligned yourself. And now, do you know what I love is that now gender is such a cornucopia of freedom. Did you see, was it Demi Lovato taking Scissor to some after party hand in hand and Jojo, whatever her name is, who looks like Nikki Webster and I keep confusing her with her. Jojo something, something, something. She's got a girlfriend and she had her girlfriend on the red carpet at the Teen Choice Awards or something like that. And it was just this huge moment. It's like, I don't don't think it's really interesting. Because to me, okay, to me, the real benchmark of gender equality isn't two men together. It's two women together. And when two women (laughs) together doesn't upset society, that's progress. Like if, if two girls are allowed to say like kiss or just be in a relationship like in a kid's cartoon, that's kind of like, you know, without it being a shit storm, like that's kind of the mark of... Yeah. yeah. Is that happening like somewhere? I remember hearing about that. There was some Disney film that was a bit of a clue that this two Disney princesses were a couple or something like that. Like, well, the, the first one was a famous time. gay film because Elsa really was such a, a dyke legend. And is it Anna? Is that the other one? She was mm. not gay. And then there's the Coke can cock of the other Disney prince who, did you see that? Disney <laughs> prince peen illustration. No. <laughs> so cute. This so sounds someone, so amazing. I'm hearing this first. No, okay. You guys, you guys chew on that crust while I tell yeah. you about the amazing story yeah, of the Disney prince peen fest. <laughs> Maybe like 18, 20 months ago. And someone had decided to do these au naturel interpretations of the penises of various Disney princes. So <laughs> Prince Eric, Prince Hans, uh, like all of them. And, wow. and the one who was in Frozen, the cutie with the blonde hair, was described as having a lot of girth, like a Coke can. And it was the kind of cock that you really kind of want <laughs> as you get older. And I remember thinking that's really quite beautiful that someone's gone and thought about. And then one of them had one that did this real curvy, weird thing. And you were like, yeah, you can't be trusted because your dick is too curvy. <laughs> but I think, I mean, that's obviously something that we don't like to talk about is that there are actually, you know, really gorgeous penises and there's some that really are a bit depressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not and allowed they, to they, And they all, they all end up in your inbox when you open Grinder. Who's <laughs> <laughs> ever sent me a dick pic? Maybe oh I would. Hey, right sit back. What's your number? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can send you the ones I've got, but not and that would be awesome. <laughs> I especially like the ones that are covered with an eggplant emoji. <laughs> yeah, right. No, these are all don't have eggplant emojis at all. That's probably what's worth that. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are like, just, I don't know. I know it's ugly. Have a look at it. See if it's your style. You know, like. <laughs> leading with your vulnerability showing the penis first because really the penis is I mean it can be a bit of a deal breaker I can't believe I'm talking about this and I should <laughs> no I'm as a woman who's partial to that I can get it but you know like at the same time it's like, like you see them and you go oh man mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know if you read books yet but I don't want to I don't want to go there <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, but no okay look This is such a big question because I don't ever want to put anybody off their own exploration of their sexual identity. And I think that learning how to love someone is actually bigger and more important than 
learning how to be a good lover because ultimately a, a person who loves you is the best lover. And even if someone's got great technique, if they're not into it and you're not really the person they want, it's always kind of a bit, I don't know, it's not really what you want. I, for if me, relationship is really good, you can at least like work on some of the other stuff, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and also as a person who's had two children, like I do not have the situation that I used to have. And so the situation that I might have looked for previously is maybe not what I want. Like I want someone who I can sit up in bed with, read a book with, and gradually sort of, you know, get get down and dirty with if I want to, if he's got the yeah. energy and I've got the energy. And I'm assuming it's a he because I'm so fucking heterosexual and I hate that about myself. <laughs> that's I what I've been telling you. It's like oh, no, no. Actually, that's that's not true. I'm like I could definitely be gay for the right girl. Oh, yeah. Well, we know. We all could. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is included. Yeah, I I don't, no, but cool. I think if I was if yeah. I was going out with a girl though that I really liked, I would totally become the boyfriend. I would hold the door open for them. I would, you know, like I'd get all blushing. You both hold the door for each other. Just no one get anywhere. So nobody ever walks yeah. through the door. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen them? They're they're late. They're probably well, just. Stuck I generally hold the door open for other people, but if they say, maybe, oh, they maybe that's less mad. Relationships are like, no, you, no, you. Yeah. It's a rotating door. I've got like longer arms, so I can actually hold the door open kind of better than like a short person. But yeah. actually, you know, yeah. as I've got older, so Matthew, you're married? Yeah, yes, yeah, so I've been married 26, 26 years. Yeah. And she's cool. We like her. She's good. Yeah, yeah, Miriam, she's awesome. She's lovely. I've yeah, yeah. Like, they're a top, top bird. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how great she is, that people who haven't even met her, yeah. So, oh, uh, yeah. we love her already. Yeah, I love you. I love you, Miriam. Yeah, Will you marry me? Leave him. Run away. Run away with him forever. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally steal your wife. So, yeah, like, Bingers is um a king in a, the local... No, I'm only a baron. A baron, sorry. Yeah, in a medieval group, I'm a baron. Uh, yeah. I used yeah. to be the baron of, of all of Tasmania. But my wife, Miriam, is actually currently the Queen of Australia, New Zealand, and Antarctica. Nice. Yeah. I only ever wanted to be a Duchess. Well, if you can become Queen twice, like two separate reigns in our group, you get the title of Duchess. Yeah, really? that's a bit of a big deal. I like. I, do, I really like the kind of under-the-radar flow that Duchess gives you. Like, you are seriously dangerous, but you're not in the firing line. I like so a Duchess it. is yeah. more powerful than a Queen? No, yes, it's like one so, step like, below. So right. it's like, and, and it's all tied to property. So like an earldom is a certain amount of property, a barony is a certain amount of property, a duchy is a certain amount of property, and then a prince or a fiefdom or a kingdom or whatever. It's like, yeah. you know, class, genus, species. It just, it's it gets yeah. bigger. Right. And so the queen, like the queen of England hands out awards, like hands out stuff. So like her uh, children, uh, so like, you know, there's like Prince Charles, he's like the prince. But then his children, like the next one in line, uh, they're like the Duke and Duchess. And, and there's yeah. compound titles yeah. too. Like he's not just the Prince of Wales. He's also like the Duke of. But sometimes they'll have like, like thousands but of titles. Like a bunch of them. They'll be like the, the, the minor, you know, fane of somewhere. And like, wow. I know in, cause they're, to maintain their estates, like it's really expensive, some of the big houses they have. And so you can go online and buy a particularly Scottish, um, you, you can become a Scottish laird or a, I don't know what the laird is, lady. Yeah, right. 
lady with a really thick accent. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, but it's not all that much money. You can become like a, a titled lord or lady. Wow. Um, it's actually pretty cheap. And what you, that is because you that... own one foot of their like their barony or whatever. Like one. But that is foot. totally because the British raped the Scots. Yeah, I mean it happened all like all over everywhere. Where there's like if you've got a kingdom. Uh, then, you know yeah. what? I really, you know, yeah, I think, I think, I think the, big, the big question about the British royal family is will they give up Scotland? Give it up. It's not yours. Yeah, right. You yeah, can't yeah. go to Balmoral anymore because, oh, sorry, yeah. I won't say that. But even England's not there. <laughs> you know, they stole it off the... Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Uh, like all of their favourite places are Scotland. They're not England. But then, like, the Saxons and the Angles and the Jutes uh, and the Danes all stole it off the Picts. I think I remember I mentioned, stole it I off mentioned in the dance Scotland yeah. and the UK in the same sentence when I was over there on stage once. And the audience reaction was like, I, I had not even, I didn't even know what I'd said wrong. Did you get the gasp in two different accents? What? Sorry, Chloe, do you remember when England was playing Portugal in the final of some soccer thing and we were living well I was in Scotland I don't know if you were still there and it was like overnight Edinburgh became mini Portugal yeah I remember it was, fucking... was wearing Portugal because nobody wanted England to win and I realized that the England Scotland rivalry is very very strong it's like the England France because the French actually decided to stop a Kimmy yeah. friend of mine had a t-shirt and it said I followed like, I think it was like uh, rugby or something. But I followed two countries, uh, New Zealand and anyone playing Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no, I didn't realise that that happened, you know? Like, if you yeah, were right. opposing England, you were suddenly Scotland's best friend. Yeah, yeah. I remember the, yeah. like, um, yeah, just I just remember the hooligans all night. <laughs> but were they hooliganising because of, I assume it's a real word, uh, because of, like, <laughs> I hope that's a real word. Hooliganising, I love it. Yeah. It's it's like I think I know what a you googly is. <laughs> a you googly. It's a who googly. And if you can who googleize, then you're yeah. a who googly. Yeah. <laughs> My darlings, I think that that is episode seven. Yeah, right. Seven. Lucky seven. Ooh, awesome. How the fuck that like did that happen? Map of the Soul seven. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> It's their best album. This yeah. is some BTS crap. Let's Let, some uh, behind the scenes uh, in brackets BTS uh, <laughs> yeah, right. reference. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. BTS references are on space fire. Songs. <laughs> I don't finish now. On fire. Yeah, oh. it, 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 they've got a really cool song called On. Another yeah. one called Fire. <laughs> right, okay. Actually, the, the one for On has a really cool film. It's called A Kinetic Manifesto. <laughs> I like the first one though. I like the first one, the one with Kim with the sorry with Jin with the bird in the cage and the amazing. Well, that's a beautiful film clip. Although they didn't know what to do with J Hope. J Hope always in seems like a weird afterthought, and he's my favorite. I love J Hope, and I don't I, like the way they treat him. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the I like the longer one with the band uh, playing with. I think it's in a levy or something as well. Beautiful. Um, I mean, the, the, I mean, the, the dance one is incredible as well. But like, I mean, yeah. okay. What's your favorite BTS video, music video? Yeah, well, the favorite one. So, uh, just for the record, for all the army listening to this, because of course I assume you have lots of um, listeners. I'm not actually army. Like, I like lots of different things. 
I think in the K-pop world, I'm referred to as like a monkey stand because I just like lots of bands. But uh, I do like a, a heap of uh, BTS songs. Uh, my favorite one is uh, Black Swan. <coughs> Excuse me. Awesome. It's got this weird like mandolin kind of. Kind of That's such stuff. a Jimin track. Are you a Jimin stand? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I think, actually, to be honest, the only one that I can like visually rec- uh, recognize instantly is um, RM. <coughs> Like when I see him, I'm like, ah, oh, that's the BTS guy. I, you know what? I remember when I couldn't tell them apart, and then I can tell which is which from the moles on their faces or their fingers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like I can it, recognize like most of the girl bands, like and all their names. No, I don't know any of them because they all. I'm not I'm not into the girl bands. Like I do yeah, quite same. like. Um, I felt very strongly about Sully. I felt really intense about Sully and I also am quite interested in Amber Lou but I think Amber oh, Lou kind of reads yes yeah, so I still haven't heard any music but she was um she was one of the people who was teaching us Korean on drops for a bit and I was like yeah I really like how the other lady says that word but Amber yeah. Lou is to so cute like she's so yeah. cute like oh so cute, she's like cute in a masculine way like Duolingo oh nice you speak about how many languages are you up on now? Eight. How many? Eight. <laughs> eight languages. <laughs> Maybe eight okay. languages in. Uh, okay, so languages. no, all right, for real. Like on Duolingo, I've been learning French, German, Italian. See. Uh, I oui. learn Hawaiian, Navajo, no. Danish, yep. Japanese, and Korean. I- <laughs> <laughs> I like how you know all the yes words. <laughs> well, what he calls, I always try to learn like just a little bit of like hello, yes, yeah, no, yeah. Like, I love that. Yeah. Have you noticed that with like Chinese people, if you say shishe or ni hao, yeah. they're just like so happy that you don't hate yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when I go into like their stores, if I can hear someone talk a little bit, because like if you go into like a like a Japanese restaurant, but the people are, who own it are actually Chinese. So like if I listen to the story, like hear them talk a little bit. Uh, the background, oh, okay, yeah, I can say at least hello. Yeah, what I really don't like is that I don't know enough Thai or Vietnamese or Filipino Fijian. It's just like there's so many beautiful languages in the, like, Southeast Asia, and I don't know. Thai's a great one, but at least as someone who identifies Maori. Thai's very beautiful to look at. Because they, they have two words that each gender puts through the language constantly. Yeah. And and so for a woman, it's ka. So they sort of added on, like, the end of sentences, and they use it as like a sort of a yep, yeah kind of thing as well. But for male, it's crap. And so when we went to uh, Thailand, I just got to say crap all the time. <laughs> and, and my beautiful wife. Yeah, I'm crap. Yeah, she's she still <laughs> so, yeah. That's right. Yeah, so it's, yeah, crap, so it's crap. to learn another yeah. language because you always assume that the sentence is being formed in the same order, and it's not. Like in Korean, yeah. um, it's mm. subject the subject comes first, so meeting, blah, 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 or, you know, and, and then I was like, why does everything end with yo or da? And I was like, oh, okay, cool, because that's actually when you get to, so instead of English with, like, I am or we do or we are, yeah. that yeah. comes at the end in Korean, and that's really interesting. I love it. I think it's, it's a great <laughs> language. I think Korean because they, they say the N-word quite a lot in Korean. But but nega, nega means we yeah, are. Like, yeah, oh my God, there was this great, there was this great post because I remember, I mean, it's, it's, well. yeah, it's like, 
nigger, 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 nigger. And you go, oh, my God, they're swearing all the time. They're not. Yeah. They're actually you saying, say, oh, yeah. we are nigger. Yeah, I'm like, oh, sorry, I can't see what yeah. <laughs> right. But I just wanted to see you on a few yeah. lately. Yeah, yeah. Well, your headphones on the bus. Yeah. 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 I just, that makes me just want to talk to Minyungi. I really want to talk to him about it because, like, he's the he's the best rap, Korean rapper I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the king. And Deshwita and that whole album and the early. Oh, yeah. Album. It's, it's and also, album. like, all of his verses. Uh, He's so good. And that's like, that's what I played to you, Chloe, too. It was like, you've got to watch Deshita. It's like so good. And then the whole band did Deshita. And Taehong was like, it's like Korean getting the K popness like from both sides. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Basically, you have no choice. You're going to. We were talking about one of the jewels before, just to sort of you know, balance it out a little bit. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't help you. I fell so deep into the BTS quicksand and so quickly but at the same time like I really needed that like I, I was I was struggling with lots of things that were happening in my world and what yeah. I really like about BTS is that I've also recently got into Jay Park and he's incredibly sexy and the sexy thing kind of bugs me because I feel like I'm not sexy enough to be sexy in the R&B world but in the pop world I go I can imagine being loved and that translating into sexiness but I can't imagine being sexy as my primary appeal. And so I always find that and I go, yeah, that's not going to work with me. Is it too sexy <laughs> for you? Uh, yeah, it's too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> awesome. I'm off to a gym in Putney now to improve my sexiness. Nice. <laughs> that's actually a deep joke because the people behind Right Said Fred used their money from that track to open a gym in Putney. Did you know that? Oh, wow. I did not know that. Does the, the gym have, like, some great name? Like, I don't think so. Right Said Gym? Yeah. <laughs> I always got that impression from them. You know how sometimes you find out that someone's used their millions and started a restaurant or a fashion label or whatever? Like, yeah. so many people, so a lot of pop artists, like, fame is kind of a means to an end. It's actually, it's a, it, it legitimises things it certainly opens a lot of doors but it's not really where they want to be or why they want to be doing what they're doing but right said fred opening the gym was like so cute so i have this vhs tape right oh right said fred hosting the smash hits vhs thing whatever that was (laughs) and um, they had a great keanu reeves interview around about the time of bill and ted and it's like like john wick Okay. I'm old enough to uh, have watched uh, none of the VHS, but yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like I can't speak. How do you not? No, no, get, get one. <laughs> I, I, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm okay. Kidding. okay, okay, Matt, Matt, Matthew, you need to understand something about me. I am Keanu Reeves in an alternative universe. <laughs> spirit animal, and our DNA is exactly the same. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, uh, I am Keanu, like no the work shit. Keanu Reeves is uh, something you were both yeah, listening to. Nah. Yeah, it's sort of like this, but the little bit where it touches is like uh, Keanu Reeves. No, nah. nah. <laughs> We both love it. Nah. Yeah. If you look, if you look deep into my eyes, Keanu will look back at you. Yeah, I, can, <laughs> I am here and, and, and I love You're him. You're breathtaking. So yeah. No, <laughs> fuck that. You're breathtaking. Okay. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. No. <laughs> 
You guys have to understand that Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is going to inherit the mantle of the king of the humans when David Attenborough passes. He seems so nice. Yeah, yeah. Like in every so though. He won't want it though. He'll, be yeah. No, and it doesn't matter because David Attenborough doesn't want it either. Keanu Reeves yeah, right. is the best human. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we know that, right? Well, I'm sorry, but I know that women aren't allowed in this great sphere, but that's me. <laughs> yeah, well, you're the greatest, you're a queen of the game. Yeah, we're, no, we're on board on that. that. I'm not a queen. I'm a king. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've never you can, you can, queen. You can just be royal. You don't even have no, to. No, I'm a duchess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a duchess because, quite frankly, I don't want to be in charge of anything more than my lands and the people who live on them, and I will take really good care of them because you know what? The real difference between the landed people and the people who don't have land is that you are beholden to somebody else's whims. And if you're a good noble, you invest in your tenants' housing. You know their lives. You yeah, actually so care about them. You send. We want to be then as a grand duchess who runs her own country effectively. Because it's like I'm the grand duchy. They don't have kings. They're, they're the, the grand duke and duchess are like the top of it. Yeah. I like, like that. I mean, like that. I think, okay, if you want to be, if you want to be famous, if you want to be big and you want to be important, you better be prepared to serve. Because if you don't serve, you are just fucking things up for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. You've got to open your wallet and your heart and you've got to let everybody who is less than you in. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And if you don't do that, then you well, just... make sure that you guys it. use your fame, like, well, for this uh, podcast. Yeah, that's it. With great yeah, power yeah. comes great responsibility. And if yeah, you don't yeah. you don't take that responsibility, I'm sorry, but you're Justin Bieber and yeah. fuck you. Welcome, welcome <laughs> to Nicki Minaj. Yeah, welcome to the... Yeah, no, um, Nicki Minaj. Nicki like, Minaj was we doing well until she decided that COVID gave you blue balls or whatever the fuck yeah. it was. Well, the, yeah. the health minister of Trinidad and Tobago had to come out three days later and say it does not, and we just wasted a lot of time doing that. <laughs> I'm sorry, when was Facebook, when was Facebook going to do the face palm? Because it was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? There was There's a, a great line from a, um, Pussy Riot song, I think it is. And they say we should stop making stupid people famous. That sounds like, yeah. Yeah. I can get behind that. <laughs> um, I, but there is a lovely, there is a lovely, um, leveler and it is called academia. So if a person is not capable of writing their own philosophy, if they employ a ghostwriter or they hand that job off to somebody else, they're not really yeah. an important person. So if you are yeah. capable of articulating your own philosophy, welcome to the table. If you're not, yeah. fuck off to the club and good night. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, take Neil Strauss with you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> yeah, another big yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Right. Bonus points though, Matthew. Who yeah. makes the noise at the end of mic drop? Oh, um, Jimin. I've got a one in seven chance of getting it right. <laughs> Jungkook. Is it RM? <laughs> Is it? It's the uh, David Attenborough. It's the yeah. <laughs> it's the sound it's engineer. Yeah, right. I, was, I was pretty close. I knew it was a J. He makes the noise of Jungi's oh. mic drop by going into the mic for the live show. Ah, right. Awesome. 
I love Hey, has this been fun or am I an asshole? Yeah, it's been right. dope. That's the last BTS song I'm going to mention, by the way. <laughs> but it has been awesome. I've, I've enjoyed this. Much yeah, you know, you've gone over an hour. We've done like an hour and fifteen. I'm going to I'm going to cut out all of the bits where I don't like myself and. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, um, easy, Fingers, is yeah. there anything that you want to promote? Do you want people to follow you on Twitter or Instagram? Do you want to be uh, just, in a, like a part of my Yeah, own? I, work, I work at the tax office, so I pay taxes. Um, <laughs> Don't ring my friends up, like on like don't ring up on the first of July after doing your taxes online. Because I used to have to take those calls. Now I just like make cool spreadsheets out of that data from those calls. But I still feel an empathy towards my friends and my old teens. So don't 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 even do your tax for like the first like week or two. Yep. There's a little sign on it that says like we haven't got all your details yet, just wait. Yeah. So <laughs> well, that's, what yeah. they say the only certainties in life are death and Taxes. When, when I was going for the job, uh, one of the interviewers asked, like, oh, why do you, you know, why did you apply? Why are you going for it? I was at uh, Vodafone um, in Florida at the time. And I said, well, they they say that death and taxes are the only thing certainty, you know, certain in life, and uh, the funeral home knocked you out. Did you say that? Yeah. <laughs> Can you fine. repeat oh, that? I want to get that clearer. Yeah. Repeat that yeah. joke. That's a good one. So, well, yeah, it got where I am today. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, pay your taxes. Um, yeah, don't be don't be Lauren Hill. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not famous like you guys. So I don't really know. You're not famous. Hey, okay. Famous. You put your own, you're on Spotify. <laughs> you know who else is on Spotify? <laughs> BTS. Yeah. And Run the Jewels. Yeah. You should listen to Run the yeah. Jewels. The BTS have to pay twelve bucks. I like. You know what? I, I can like Google what you can't see it, but that little love party. It's like you're sort of playing with like money with just two fingers, but you. I love I love the little heart. When I first saw it, I was like, "That is so much more economical than that." I saw them do it at like the Winter Olympics in South Korea a few years ago. I'm like, like the president of South Korea was doing. I'm like, is that what you're trying to shine on? Okay, so the Korean heart is. You go like this. Yeah. You can also like there's um. I mean, I like this one, but that's and the and the sort of the the um the tick on the on the jaw because the five year old my five year old son when he when he would go go, my name's Jin and I'm handsome. (laughs) (laughs) Just so cute. All right, good night. All right, good night, Australia. (laughs) Good night, Australia. Are we and keeping I'm, this up? Are we not singing the song, are we? I'm, I got. I was ready. I used to love. Uh, I used to love Tony. No, bro. Tony, young Tony. Yeah, I used to watch that as a kid all the time. Like the Minogues were on there. Okay, all right. Remember. Yeah. Yeah. Always be true. <laughs> <laughs> and while I'm <laughs> when we have Amy from Amal and the Sniffers on, she's gonna fucking love that bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Get them to do a cover of it for you. Yeah, I feel we could totally do a squealy guitar of it. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> All right, I love you. Bye, bitch.